20 minutes of college football. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Ryan Horvat. All right, we talked college football for 20 minutes. We don't go any further. We don't go any longer. Me BSing to start the show counts as some of those 20 minutes. We taped this on Friday. There are some games on Friday night, including Utah and USC, Boise State and Air Force. I'm rooting for the undefeated teams to stay undefeated. There could be, as we talked about last week, there could be up to 12 teams that are undefeated. Boise State being one of them, but they're going to get no love. Mm-hmm. UCF, who trounced Stanford, and they're going to get no love. And again, here's the problem with those two things. Four years ago, five years ago, three, two, whenever, years ago, yeah. people say, Boise State, you don't play anyone. So they schedule Florida State. UCF, you don't play anyone. So they schedule a Power 5 team in Pac-12 Stanford. Yeah. But then when you get to those games, both of those teams suck. And then so people are like, well, yeah, they beat Stanford, but Stanford's not Stanford. So now you're penalizing UCF, who is trying to do what you want them to do because Stanford sucks. And yeah. that's no, that's not fair. No, Stanford really does suck this year. They're not Stanford. You see them on paper, though, and you think Stanford. I mean, they were six-and-a-half-point dogs in that game to Central Florida. I almost took the points with Stanford, but luckily laid off of it. They look like the real deal. I thought this might be the year that they kind of came back down to earth and won maybe seven or eight games. But they're probably going to win double-digit games, and I agree with you. What else more? What more could they possibly do? Like, you can't punish them because Stanford stinks all of a sudden. I give them a lot of credit. All they've done, UCF, since playing these top teams is win. I mean, they beat Auburn in that bowl game. We talked about that last week, an Auburn team that beat Alabama that season. So I'm with you. I think that it's time we start giving some of these teams some love. All right, 12 undefeated teams, probably a little too much. But what what you could have is... Six? Well, you could have an undefeated team in every conference. If Notre Dame gets past Georgia, which no one thinks they will, that's a sixth. And then UCF and Boise State could also... I mean, you could have... Every conference could have an undefeated team, and then you're you're trying to say, well, what uh, we like Utah more than we like, let's say Wisconsin, or yeah. we like Ohio State more than we like Oklahoma, or if it's somebody in the Big Twelve, like let's say Kansas State suddenly shocks everybody, or it's in the Pac-12, it's it's Arizona State. What you're assuming with this four-team playoff is you're assuming those teams are going to lose. They usually do. Mm-hmm. So the fourteen playoff usually, you're arguing about one loss teams. They have there has not been a scenario yet in the four teamer where they've had to keep undefeated teams out. Right? Am I right, right on no. that? Yeah, you're right. Minus Central Florida. Right. Minus Central Florida. Yeah. But I that that's what I want to see. I want to see teams that are undefeated stay undefeated as long as possible. I don't want to see USC upset Utah because then what that does is. You know, Utah and Washington State are undefeated. If they play later in the season, it's much better when those teams are undefeated later in the season than getting a third-week upset of Florida by Tennessee. So anyone, let me just say, anyone that roots for upsets at this point in the season is dumb. No, I'm with you. There's one upset that I'm rooting for this Saturday. I'm rooting for uh, Notre Dame to upset Georgia <laughs> but because I'm an undefeated. Irish fan. Right, but they're so both I'm undefeated. Right. Yeah. And I just also said last week I'd never want to see uh, Notre Dame in the college football playoff again. I've totally done a 180 and changed my mind on that. I want them to beat uh, Georgia so bad. And I'm really high on Georgia. I think Georgia could actually beat Bama. I think Georgia could win a national championship. I'm really high on Jake Fromm, their quarterback. Their defense looks great, and I like Kirby Smart a lot. But I feel like, and I know we did our six-pack of picks, and Freems went against uh, Notre Dame, and he said he's going to take Georgia with the 14.5 points. 
One thing that Notre Dame does until they get to the college football playoff, on these primetime games, they play teams close. They should have beat Georgia a couple years back, but they called a pick play in the end zone. So I think Notre Dame does hang with them and give them a game. So why then does Notre Dame suck so much come playoff time? Well, I don't know. Or like BCS time. I think people think of that game too. Yeah, they think of that game because Eddie Lacy ran all over him. And that, I mean, that Alabama team was just stacked outside of the quarterback position. Like A.J. McCarron wasn't exactly John Elway, but that defense. Oh my God, look at that girl in the stands. That was it. That was when we all (laughs) fell in love with McCarron. That is a smoke show if I've ever seen one. And then I can't fault them for Clemson last year, like getting the hell beat out of them by Clemson because I think they actually played them better than Alabama did in the national title game. That's how good Clemson was last year. That team was just, that was an NFL team. So I think that that's the problem is that Notre Dame, we hype them up a little bit and they are a great football team, but they're just not on the level of Clemson or Alabama. Alabama right now, and we'll get to find out how good Georgia is and how good Notre Dame is. So I'm excited for Saturday night. Uh, let's look at some of these 11 o'clock games. Uh, Alabama, they're going to have no problem with Southern Mississippi. No. They are a 38.5 point favorite. I'm hammering that. They haven't covered in four weeks. LSU, big favorite over Vanderbilt. Florida, I like over Tennessee. The Obviously, the big one at 11 anyway is our Badgers against Michigan. And this would be very interesting because I think that Michigan has played, I think the whole Big Ten, this isn't even me having a take. This is just what everyone thinks. It has not looked as good as we thought it would. Michigan's looked worse. Purdue's looked worse. Minnesota's looked worse, although they are 3-0. Yeah, not BS good. wins, though. Iowa, I mean, they had a six-hour game against Iowa State the other day. They got kind of lucky at the end of that very one. Very lucky, yeah. So I don't, Ohio State's look good and Wisconsin's look good. And I do, you know, I am going to buy into the fact that Wisconsin had below average teams come into their house and they crushed them with Central Michigan. And then they went to UCF and one or USF and one. And then, uh, you know, I know Army plays a different brand of football, but that's an excuse. Michigan should have, Michigan, you have to be better than that. And it's not like Army showed up. And ran that style of football where the triple option and they like always run. It's not like they showed up and surprised you a la Wildcat with the Dolphins and the Patriots years ago. Everybody knows what Army does. Right. You got to coach around it and you got to play around it. And Michigan couldn't and they should have lost. They that If that field goal goes in, they lose. There was at least a play where if, if something else happened, Michigan could have lost that game. And so I I don't know. I Maybe I'm buying into it. Maybe I'm a homer. I like Wisconsin in this one. I do. I'm buying into it too. I mean, they've outscored their opponents 110 to nothing in their first two games. I don't care if Wisconsin's played good. Michigan's played bad. Right. Shouldn't Wisconsin win? I don't care about Central Michigan. I don't care about USF. Those are still two D1 schools. And the Badgers, first in the FBS against the pass, second against the run. I haven't seen anything I really like offensively from Michigan yet. I mean, you bring up the schedule. You have to play who you have to play. And they didn't really show up against Middle Tennessee State, especially in the first half, did Michigan. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big game. I know they got blown out by Michigan in previous years, but still. Still, Taylor, 17 carries, 101 yards last year. I think this game's at Wisconsin. Michigan 0-5 against the spread in their last five, uh, you know, being favored. They're not favored. The Badgers are actually favored in this game. I think Wisconsin wins a low-scoring game just because Jim Harbaugh hasn't proved to me yet that he could win the big one, especially on the road. The 230 games, Auburn, Texas A&M is the big SEC-CBS one. Ruined a little bit because Texas A&M lost to Clemson. That I'm still game hammering is, Texas A&M in that one, though. To see Texas A&M, this game just doesn't. I ain't jacked for Auburn, Texas A&M. I think I think it's something with Texas A&M. I think it's just. Right. I don't like that they left the Big Twelve. No, and I don't like the Big Twelve as ten teams. 
Yeah, I, I got to fix that. Like for the SEC, I get it hype for Alabama, for Georgia, but I'm with you. Like this one at 230 really just doesn't do it for me. I'm excited because last week's slate was so bad. So you get, you know, number eight Auburn at number 17 Texas A&M. And it's cool because at 230, you want a top 25 matchup. You don't want to be sitting around watching Purdue punt the ball 40 times against uh, Maryland or Rutgers. So I'm cool with it, but I'm not as excited as I am for the night slate and for that 11 a.m. game. But still a great schedule. And I mean, it kind of starts tonight. I know we kind of alluded to Utah and USC a good start to the weekend because the schedule last week was was just bad there were some bad football games and every time though that there aren't two top 25 matchups like we had last weekend though teams do get upset and I feel like everybody overlooks you know to their next week matchup so there were some good games but just you know nothing that really made you want to cancel plans and stay in on a Saturday last week whereas this Saturday I want to do nothing but sit at home and watch football I like uh see and like tonight, the Friday games. Mm-hmm. I'm not that interested in. Well, I like Boise State. But, See, I really I'm high on Utah. I think but they could get into the playoffs. Here's the thing. I like. There's so much you could do. Okay, just in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything more fun than being at home, alone. Yeah. While my kid is sleeping, <laughs> or somewhere else, and my <laughs> wife is sleeping. Yeah. It being a Friday night. Knowing you don't have to get out the next day, mm-hmm. having a drink or nine, sitting on my computer, and watching these games. Right. I, I live for this football stuff. Same here. I absolutely can't think of anything I'd rather do. And I love my wife and kid. Yeah. But 8 o'clock, there's two games on. I know. That I don't care about. And we only get... And I'm watching them. And if the Brewers are in a 4-2 battle with the Pirates... I'm turning on Fox Sports One, man. I'm with you. I, I just I love I love football so much. I love college football and the NFL so much that maybe that's why I was rooting against the Brewers for a while. So you could just concentrate. I just want to watch football. Yeah. I don't want to watch baseball right now. It's football time. Football. And when we first started getting some of these bigger matchups, like Utah USC. If JT Daniels, USC's quarterback, doesn't go down a couple weeks back, they're probably 3-0. and Well, they lost Utah's to BYU. BYU just does nothing but up. I told you that last week. They do nothing but upset good teams. They just and beat Wisconsin And then they suck against year. everyone else. I know. I know. But they could have been two 3-0 teams tonight. Maybe 10 at... Well, Utah beat them. Maybe BYU's got an outside claim to it. If they go on a run here... But everybody was complaining about Friday night football games in college. They were saying Fridays for high school kids. Don't schedule these games. And I'm all for it. I yeah, I it. tried watching a high school football game on TV during halftime of Titans Jaguars. Bad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it gets worse. You like actually. watching that stuff? No. As no. much as I love college and I love the NFL, I do not like high school football. No, I don't either. I I, I like my hometown. I don't team, like the I, attitude around it. You don't get the prime. T- you don't get the bre- like ESPN two is trying to show these high school games with the real graphics and the real cameras. You're in high school. Yeah, I don't care. You don't get the college till you're in college. Right. You don't get the pro. Come on, you're in high school. There's there's got to be some separation there. Uh, with BYU, yeah, they lose to Utah and then they beat Tennessee and beat USC. They've got Washington. That's a two thirty kick. That's an interesting game. At BYU. I feel like Washington should be on upset alert a little bit there. BYU, they show up for the big games, like you said, and then they just can't beat the cupcakes or the teams within their conference. But they always do play teams tough. They beat Wisconsin last year, beat USC. Now I think they give Washington a run for their money. Game I'm looking forward to, though, is Notre Dame-Georgia. 
I, I mean, I just can't wait. Not only because I'm a Notre Dame fan, just because I want to see how good Georgia is. Because they just continue to build this winning program, but every year they do lose some top prospects. And that's the SEC for you. I mean, their defensive line is going to go in the first, second round. They had Nick Chubb a couple years back, the running back who now plays for the Browns. I mean, Jake Fromm is a highly rated quarterback. And they just keep finding ways to recruit five-star athletes, and it helps that they're an SEC school, but Kirby Smart's stealing a lot of Alabama's recruits. That's what I like to see. It's about time that we get some new blood going in this college football playoff, so if Georgia wins convincingly against Notre Dame, I feel like that opens the door for me to say maybe there's an outside shot that this is the year we have a college football playoff without Nick Saban. I think that's how high I am on Georgia. And if Notre Dame somehow pulls off this upset, oh, you still got LSU. Be prepared. Well, yeah, I like LSU. I love Joe Burrow. I've talked about that. But the thing about LSU is they always find a way to choke down the stretch. This is a whole new LSU team. I've never seen an LSU team that's thrown for 500 yards a game. Usually they're pounding the ball like 70 carries for Leonard Fournette per contest. This is a whole new LSU team, so I don't know what to expect. But if, and this is a big if, Notre Dame does pull off this upset somehow on the road. I'm coming here draped in all Notre Dame stuff, and you're going to hear nothing but Notre Dame football for me for the entire week. I know I was down on them a little bit after they didn't really show up the first couple weeks and pound teams by 70, but they beat Georgia, and they got to be they got to be a top four team. Can I bitch more about Boise State and stuff? You can. Okay, here's what I'm thinking because I'm looking at BYU's schedule, and I'm sure whatever you just said was great. I wasn't listening. Uh, Notre Dame's going to pull off an upset. <laughs> Except they have no running game. Ian Book is also their leading rusher. So let's look at BYU for a second. Let's say they beat Washington this weekend. Okay. And then they win every other game on their schedule. New Year's I- Day bowl game at best. No college football playoff. Well, hold on. They lost to Utah. And I'm going to say they lose to Boise State. They got Boise State. Yeah. So let's say there's about a 10-2 and two BYU team. If that 10-2, and 9-2 BYU team. They've only lost to Utah and Boise State. Mm-hmm. They beat Washington under this scenario. Let's say Washington goes on to win the Pac-12. Okay. So BYU is a tough-ass opponent, and Boise State's undefeated, and they beat BYU. It's still not enough for Boise State under any scenario to get into the college football playoff. No. There is nothing these teams can do, and that is garbage. I like the idea of this playoff. Obviously, it should be eight, so you can squeeze some of these teams in. Really, should they expand? Yes, just for the, that reason. There is really not UCF every week is going out there. There is nothing they can do. Stanford could have gone ten and one and won the Pac-10, and they could have. There is nothing these teams can do, and that sucks. And so I always root for them. I feel like Boise State was getting there. They, they really were, and then you know they lost their head coach. He takes the Washington job, and I feel like we just kind of fell out of love with Boise State because then they had a couple seven, eight win seasons. They haven't really been that Boise State team. Yeah, you got to win like three. You got to have like three undefeated seasons in a row. But like you look at Central Florida and what they do. Okay, they graduated pretty much half of their roster, and they're right? getting written off harder than Boise State. And they just beat the hell out of Stanford. Yeah. And you could say it's not Stanford, but still look at the players that Stanford's recruiting. And then look at the guys that Central Florida is recruiting, and Stanford should still win that game. Central Florida is recruiting all 4-3, uh, 40-yard dash burners. Everybody on there is quick as hell, but they're not five-star recruits. And you look at Central Florida, and you could say, well, you could stick any quarterback in there, and he's a system quarterback. I mean, I was hearing about that about Mackenzie Milton. Guy almost loses his leg. The backup goes in there. They still win double-digit games every year. They just retool, rebuild. I feel like this is finally the year that if they do go undefeated, we have to start giving them some respect as maybe a top. 10 team preseason 
And then that helps them get into the big dance towards the end of the year. Yeah, because these people, they keep them out. I mean, they'll say, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Clemson's got Charlotte. What's the point? Yeah, I know. I know. That's, I mean, uh, that spread could be Clemson favored by 80, and I'm going to take them in Why don't they just one. play themselves? Why don't they just play their backups? Are you as high on Clemson as you were, though, preseason after watching them? Because I love tra- – like, I mean, they're going to they're gonna go undefeated, right? Clemson, definitely. Like, who's going to give them a shot in the ACC? But Trevor Lawrence, as good as he is, I'm seeing a little bit of regression. He looked so damn good when he filled in last year, and then he obviously takes them to the national title game, and we're talking about him being the next Andrew Luck, like the next first-year number one pick. He makes some bad decisions with the football. He's kind of having a Jameis Winston nah. sophomore year a little bit. They don't care. There's nothing to play for. I know, they don't. There's they nobody don't good on their schedule. They really don't no care. No one's going to beat them. They are. What, are they going to lose at Louisville? No. No. Nobody's going to lose the Wake Forest? Nobody's going to beat them. Nobody's going to beat them. Same thing with Alabama. They don't care. Now, Alabama's got, obviously, the SEC's tougher than the ACC. That's the problem with Clemson is there's nobody good in the ACC. That's the good thing about this weekend of college football is we're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn, is this the year that Jim Harbaugh could finally get past Ohio State or at least beat a top 15 program because they got Wisconsin on the road? We're going to learn how good uh, Georgia is because they take on a pretty good Notre Dame team. We're going to learn how good Notre Dame is. And then we'll get some other you know answers. I mean, Oregon, I'm not really high on them because they lost that week one game. They got Stanford, who everybody thinks stinks. I still think Stanford ends up making that a game because it's a conference rival. So I think we're going to learn a lot about who's good and who's kind of like a pretender this year. Looking at 538.com, they've got chances to make the playoff. Clemson's at 75%. Alabama's at 46 uh, Notre Dame's at 25 I mean, if they get past this week. If they get past this week, right, you get USC – who, like I said, they don't have their starting quarterback, but it's still a pretty tough team. If, if This is the big test for Notre Dame. If they get past this week, then they're probably going to the college football playoff. Wisconsin's at uh, 15%. You go 20 teams. There's no UCF. There's no Boise State. That's the thing about the Big Ten is it's a gauntlet because you could overlook some of these teams, and that's the team that ends up sneaking up on you. The Iowas, the, you know, I mean, look at Maryland even this year. I was really, I wasn't sold on Maryland at How all. How about my uh, Sun Devils? Yeah, that was a good pick. Arizona State. Why don't you know what I never have figured out? How come Arizona State could never okay, so you like go back to Jake Plummer, like that era, and they played in a bowl game and they were a ten win team. How come Arizona State has such a crappy time recruiting? And how come they're never a top fifteen program? Because like if you come in here Hey, come here and there's hot chicks. That's what I'm saying. There's just all the chicks there are so hot and the campus is so beautiful. Like every once in a while in college hoops, they have a team. Maybe they recruit good players and then they get into some trouble because there's so many hot girls and so many parties, but it's a huge party school. So That's many why these Big chicks. Ten schools are so good because there's a bunch of uggos. I'm telling you, like, I would do what Josh <laughs> Rosen did, you know? He didn't want to go to USC. He wanted to go to UCLA. I would do the same thing. If I could go anywhere in the country, I'd probably go to Arizona State just for the, uh, yeah, the extracurricular activities. 20 minutes of college football. We're wrapping up here. I uh, just wanted to look at some games that are coming up in week five real quick, but... I'm not clicking fast enough, so we're probably going to have to wind this down. Uh, yeah, I, I see Arizona State is one of those teams. I don't I don't care about them at all, but now that they're undefeated, I'm going to root for them very intently. Uh, and then uh, what, what do we got next week? Utah, Washington State. No, this is a week. This is the big week, man. This is the big week, and it's going to be fun. That's Ryan Horvat. I'm Bart Winkler. 20 minutes of college football. 
Technically, we have 18 seconds to go, so we should stall for 10 more seconds. In 10 seconds or less, tell me why you love Notre Dame so much. Tradition. And I don't really have anything else besides And Rudy. That. Oh, yeah, Rudy. <laughs> All right. Who I hate. We'll talk to you next week.